Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast, and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Thank you. Well, today we've got Tom Salmon on the line. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. Doing good, Rob. Nice, nice. So um, I know you're from here, but there's still some people who don't know who you are. So tell us a little bit about yourself there, buddy. Well, I, uh, I grew up in Fairview. Um, most people probably know me from the business, Tri-S. Mm-hmm. Always been here. Went to school here. Took off for nine months to school in the city and then come back. This is home. Always will be. I can't leave here. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, the wife doesn't think so sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So when you were uh, when you're growing up, there was a lot of music going on in your guys' house. Well, you know, as far as music, most of the music I remember was when mom and dad would go to dances when I was young. Of course, being really young, I'd get put underneath the table in the corner and fall asleep to the music. But in the house, there wasn't a lot of music. No, no, no nobody played in my family. Oh, okay, so yeah. what you're saying is you're the only one. I'm the only one that can really play in my family. It's, uh, I don't know, weird. <laughs> I guess nobody else had nobody else had the desire or the drive, or maybe it's the talent. Who knows? So when did you uh, when you first started playing, what uh, what kind of instrument were you were you banging on the pots and pans like some other people? Well, know? you know, honestly, for, yeah. When I was a kid, I did a little bit of everything banged on the pots and pans because that was as close to a drum set as a person could get when he was, I don't know how old I was, eight, nine, ten, whatever it was. And, yeah. And then eventually I I did find myself a guitar. Oh, I really? was 12 or 13 or something when I got that. and Like an acoustic guitar? No, an electric because oh, yeah. Yeah. acoustic just didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be loud enough, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, found that and plunked away on that a little bit and try, tried to learn a little bit more than I did and took a couple lessons, but mm-hmm. couldn't afford to keep going and kind of where I played for a bit, monkeying around. Never never really learned a song or anything, a little bit of, little bit of this song, a little bit of that song. and All courting? Or, nothing, or, or, or nothing, picking? Nothing fancy. <laughs> nothing fancy. <laughs> So, uh, do you play any other instruments as well? Yes, I do actually. I uh, well, when I was younger, I play, played the guitar a little bit, and then I actually met or found out about this amazing thing called girls. Oh yeah. And the girlfriend played in the Hines Creek band. I joined up with the band, and I played saxophone with them for I don't know how long it was—two and a half years, three years, something like that. Saxophone. Saxophone, yeah. Like uh, the alto or the tenor? I played both, actually. I started off on the alto, and then I ended up with the tenor and played that for a while until, of course, we went our separate ways and life moved on, right? Yeah. And uh, I play the bass guitar as well, just just recently. How's that going? <laughs> Loving it, actually. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, I know I'm used to playing lead. Yeah. And uh, even leading rhythm, but the bass is a lot of fun. It's when I said I play bass where I'm at, I just every song I listen to now is totally different. You know, I I got to listen to it all 100% different. Yeah, because you're listening to it 
different yeah, instruments. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> nice. Well, who inspired you to uh, get into the music? Well, you know, when I was young, for sure, it's uh, everyone wanted to be, everyone wanted to play music, or at least I thought everybody did. I know I sure did. And, of course, I had older brothers that always listened to the rock and roll. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'd like to be like that. I'd like... A rock star. It, I don't know, it just, it just grew on me. I've always loved listening to it. I don't think there was any one thing or anything that brought me to it. It just, I've always liked music. Yeah. Get a rhythm in my head, and it'd go on for hours. What's your favorite genre? Like, uh... You know, for the most part, I would have to say rock. When I grew up, like I say, I grew up with uh, listening to my brother's music, and they listened to you know, stuff like Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Queen, Rush, all that stuff. And that's what I learned or grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as things moved on, some of them bands faded away, and some of them are still going, or they split apart and continued, and new ones popped up. For the most part, I listened to rock and roll. Not... Never really got into the heavier stuff, but yeah. the odd the odd band. I know it was right around nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety, where the rock kind of fizzled out. It was I know you probably remember the old things on the radio saying, Oh, here comes the rap and the crap <laughs> and uh that's kinda of what it was. The rock disappeared and country actually became more like rock and roll used to be for a while and then I switched over to that for a while and until the rock came back, but I listen to just about everything. You know, I've I can li- if it's got a good beat and a good rhythm, and I'll listen to anything. Nice. Do you have a favorite artist? Uh, you know, I probably would have to say Def Leppard was one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Probably the one I listened to the most. Mm-hmm. That I still love listening to today. I know when that comes on, I just. It's got to be on 11. I got to crank her to the max because I just, I've always loved them. They are a good band. I guess they hit all the spots. Maybe they they were around at that very inspirational part of my life. I don't know. Yeah. So that's your favorite group. Do you have a, like a favorite country group that you listen to? Well, probably my, I know there's so many of them too, but I would say my favorite country artist would be Garth Brooks. Oh, that's a good choice. I I always loved his energy. Obviously, he had a pile of uh, you know hits out there, and mm-hmm. the play, radio play he got and was amazing. And I finally got to see him in concert here a few years back. It was absolutely breathtaking. It was, it was awesome. I I was so happy, and he still had the energy that he had when he did concerts many years ago that I only got to see on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Was that that uh, uh, whole week of concert he, he did in Edmonton that one time? Yes, that was, yeah. Ah. Back, it was. Back when uh, the building was brand new. Yes. Nice. That was, uh, it was quite the show and had fairly good seats. I wasn't floor right up front, but I was right beside the stage, right above him, so... It was an awesome show. And you got to see everything. That's good. And you get to see everything. And if you couldn't, they had the big screens. So you're always seeing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, what was your first album that you purchased? You know, I actually, just today, I went downstairs and I pulled out my <laughs> albums because I was debating on what it would be. 
And I thought about it and thought about it. I thought, oh, it's old, probably one of like a K-Tel album, which had a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Flipped through and I found one. I no, that wasn't it because I looked at the dates and I started pulling it back out. My very first album was Boston. Boston. And it was actually a picture disc too. It was the one that had the, right on the, the vinyl itself, it had the disc or the picture of the album. Oh, yeah. I wore that album out. You wore it out. Time to buy a new one. <laughs> If you can find yeah. another one on vinyl. Oh, I doubt it, yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. There's collectors that have tons of vinyl that they, they sell. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back. <laughs> it is. It's just something about the the raw noise yeah. of it. It's really weird that it's coming back, but it is. And I just need to find myself an old uh, record player. and Maybe I could try playing mine again. Well, there you go. The lady's got a big cabinet stereo behind me here that's for sale. You want to take a look at that? It's got reel to reel on it too. Oh, geez. <laughs> so yeah, it's old. So speaking about bands and everything, how many bands have you been in? Surprising enough, I've actually only just joined my second band. Yeah, what was your first one? Uh, dating myself here now, but. Uh... <laughs> I'm 53, and I only started replaying guitar 10 years ago. Yeah, that's all right. Because, like I say, I kind of found a thing about girls and put the <laughs> guitar away and did other things. But uh, I just, uh, well, it was about three years ago that I got together with Kurt Personworth and Jill. Mm-hmm. And we started a band called Bad Decisions. Who it was else an 80s was rock, just kind of a fun thing. Who else was, who else was in that band? Uh, Dana Proctor. Oh, right, right. Yeah, she was playing bass for us, and Jill on drums, and Kurt on rhythm, and when I first talked to him, I said, you know, I just want to sit in the background and play some guitar, get better at it, and not worry about it, and yeah. next thing you know, I'm singing 60% of the songs, but I love <laughs> it, so I can't argue, and and now just recently, actually within the last few weeks, uh, started in the second band, which is, again, with... Uh, Kurt and Jill, mm-hmm. and uh, who else is there? Rob Young, and myself, and Amy DeJong is singing, mm-hmm. and temporarily, right now, we got Rylan Crawford out of Peace River playing leads, and, uh, and we've played actually three shows now, just started up, and playing bass in that band, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So what was the first gig with this band, then? The first gig we played was in the Grand. The first gig for the new owners. Or, oh, yeah. And it was a great time. I've, I've had a lot of fun in the Grand over the years, and I think that's the most fun I've ever had, was being on stage. Nice. It's the only place to be is on stage, man. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm believing that more and more and more now. Where did you guys play after that? After that, we played uh, in the Shark, at Sharks in Peace River. Oh, yeah. In, in the Saw Ridge. And then the next night we played Heinz Creek. Oh, that was uh, back-to-back nights, two different gigs. Yep, back-to-back nights. Both St. Patty's Day parties, weren't they? That's right. Yeah. Nice. And I'm I'm I was tired three weeks before that, just knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get your fill of green beer? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And and uh, all three gigs had a good turnout, did they? They did, they did. I think everyone was glad to see live music and get out and enjoy it, so it was good. That's good. So just those two bands that you've been in, what's your uh, favorite memory so far that stands out? 
my favorite memory that stands out so far. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm going to say it was last year at George Lake. At the music festival. And it wasn't so much the, the playing part, but when I got off stage yeah. afterwards and people coming up and saying, wow, that was amazing. I didn't know you could play. <laughs> That's a and, uh, shock. The recognition. It, it, yeah. It's one of the best things I've gotten. It's, Basically, I feel pretty good. Okay. And you know, I've known you for years. I didn't even know you could play until like maybe two weeks before George Lake Music Fest last year. Right. Can you imagine that? <laughs> you know, you know, you think you know somebody and they pull this rabbit out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, you're not the only one. There's a lot of people that uh, I don't think knew. Well, and I'm supposed to have my finger on the pulse of the music around this area, right? And there's people popping up who I, you know, like Amy didn't know she could sing. You didn't know you could play or sing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy the amount of talent in our area. That's right. So, so far, out of those, which one's your favorite one so far? I'm going to have to say, for me, my favorite gig so far is the Sharks in Peace River. Yeah. And the reason I say that's my favorite now is because playing the Grand, playing in Hines Creek or George Lake or the festivals that I've done, most of them are people I knew. Yeah. But when it's Sharks in Peace River, I think we knew maybe, or I knew maybe five people in the building. Mm-hmm. And I think four of those were the band. <laughs> the other one was but, bartender, uh, and, and the fact the fact that we played there didn't know anybody, and the comments we got, the, the reception we got, and the place was, you know, hopping, and that just felt really good because when you when you're playing in a venue, you know, you've always got your friends there, and friends will always support whether you're good or bad. Yeah. So, what do you guys mostly play then? You mostly play country with a, a rock mix, or mostly rock with a little bit of country uh, mix, or yeah, kind of half and half? We're starting out. It's probably, I don't know, I'm going to say 60 40 country rock. Mm-hmm. Um, with with Amy singing, she 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 never grew up a lot to country. She liked it, but first, I remember the first band practice we had. She says, "Have you guys ever tried this song?" And we all kind of said, "No," but let's give it a try. And it was. Was actually that song in particular was uh, Jet? Are you gonna be my girl? And oh yeah. It's not something you would think of, and geez, we tried it out and it sounded good, and it's actually every time we've played, it's been a big hit. So it was weird. So yeah, we're, we're mixing it up a little bit more. And, and again, Amy says, uh, "Have you tried this song?" And whole Kurt and I both saying, "We know how to play it, but nobody can sing it." <laughs> I don't have that high range. <laughs> Well, getting back to that Jet song, somebody actually uh, posted a video of it on Facebook somewhere. I can't remember where I saw it. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was Kurt. I've seen that too. I think Kurt might have posted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just a little snippet of it, but from what I hear, it it sounded pretty good. Yeah, it was very fun. So, you guys are going to end up out at the Georgia Music Fest again this year? Hoping to. I hope so too. I want to hear <laughs> full set, not just snippets of song. Right? Yeah. Nice. It all depends on what life may bring us, because one never knows from, from month to month. Well, this is true, yeah. yeah. So which one of those three gigs so far was the biggest crowd? Um, It's going to be a toss-up between the Grand and Sharks. Oh, really? Of course, Heinz Creek's only so big, so... Yeah, you can... I, I think Heinz, or the Grand and Sharks may have been about the same number, but Sharks 
the crowd stayed the whole night. It thinned out a little early at the Grand. Oh, really? All right. What kind of musical bucket list uh, do you have? My musical bucket list. I'm loving playing the music, and, you know, I always wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> but I don't have the hair, if you know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got pictures proved that I did have the hair, but um, I always wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. So to, to play, will I ever play as good as him? Probably never in my lifetime or my next lifetime. But to be able to play comparable, close that way would be great. And uh, other part of my bucket list would be to uh, have a recording, whether it be originals, whether I write them or not, just be part of the, the band that records them. Mm-hmm. Something I could, you know, throw out there, plug, plug in the CD player, plug in, plug in and have someone say, geez, who's that? And like, that was me. I did. Something I could leave my kids and grandkids. That's right. A little bit of longevity, or uh, legacy, not longevity. That's right. Leave a legacy behind of some sort, whether it's, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to be rich and famous. Well, rich wouldn't hurt, but <laughs> richer. <laughs> I don't need the, the big fame like them guys have, but you know, just, yeah. It'd be nice to leave something to my kids where they got something to look up to and the grandkids, right? Yeah. Jamie, uh, he, he did that for his dad's birthday a couple, what was it, maybe four, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple of songs that uh, he helped his dad write, I do believe. And he decided that he wanted to do a two-song CD for him. So that's what we did. We got together and we practiced a couple of songs, the four of us, Um Tracy wasn't involved in it. And so we ended up going to Grand Prairie at uh, Chris McIntyre's little studio there in his basement and recorded a two-song CD for his dad. And we all have copies. So even that would like, be cool. like, like, yeah, you guys, you know, if you want some kind of legacy to, to leave behind for your kids, yeah, write a couple of tunes, or if you got a couple of tunes, get the band together, say, hey, let's practice these. And let's, put something together. Let's and, put the time you know, in. I, I don't have a creative creative mind for writing songs, but I got lots of ideas. That's all that matters is ideas. Yeah, and if you got someone else who's got a little bit more of a creative mind, you can put things together. I'll give you the idea of a song. <laughs> yeah. And then we can work at it from there, right? Yeah, if you've got music floating around in your head, just, you know, play something. And I'm, I guarantee that one of those other people in your band was like, hey, I got some words. Let's let's freaking put that shit together, right? That's right. And just everyone's got a different idea on how it could go and different words get thrown out. And yeah. It and doesn't take long and you've got a song. Right that on. would be the best. Right on. Uh, yeah. Like I've always loved the music. Always loved it. So there's, uh, there's one question left that... Uh, isn't on the list. That's if okay. there's if there's something that you can tell us about you that nobody knows, can you? Well, you know that one. That you was a really hard one. <laughs> no, can't. Because everybody knows just about everything about me. They know they know I, I have the farm and I have my cows. They know I work at Trias, and more and more people are learning now. I do play guitar and I do sing. Yeah. Uh, things that people don't know about me. I'm a happy guy. Everybody knows that. Yeah. It but could be something from your past that nobody knows. It, oh, <laughs> now my past is always out there. <laughs> I've got nothing to hide. You're I've like, got nothing to hide, but I'm always a happy guy. But the one thing that 
people don't realize as happy as I am, I do struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Music's what keeps me going. I had, I actually had a, a pretty tough December and it was the music that pulled me through. Yeah. I wish I could share a link about men's mental health awareness on this podcast. Yeah. Cause it, it's uh it's a big thing. And like I say, mu- music pulled me through music is, I don't know, there's, when it gets into your into your brain and into your bones and your blood and it's it's there and and yeah. it'll it'll keep you going through through thick and thin and I'm a busy man yeah. <laughs> I'm a really busy man with the farm I I, I do 100 140 head of cows that I calve out plus I work full time at at Trias and yeah and now I've joined another band and, <laughs> I know. and and the reason I did it is I was bored I was bored and of course I love music I love music that much yeah. When I when we first started playing, when I first started playing is uh, with High Road is what the band's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they we put up a song list, and I said, I don't know half these songs. There was there was probably five songs on the list that I had never heard before that day. Oh really? And turn them on, and I just put the play, uh, put it together a playlist, and I put it on repeat, and I'd fall asleep with the headphones on, and and listen to it over and over and over again yeah. a, to learn a song. So I knew the, knew the rhythm and the beat, but it's just good music. Mm-hmm. I, I fall asleep to music every night. Oh, me too. It's, it's soothing. It's very soothing. Although I've had to change my playlist because I'll be sound asleep and a song <laughs> will come on and it just wakes me right up. <laughs> there goes my night's sleep. So you got any stories? I, I think your wife was telling me a story or something about our, guitar or something that you're not supposed to tell a story of (laughs) if i tell this story my wife might kill me but (laughs) as long as she's not sitting right beside you uh so when i when i picked up the guitar again 10 years ago now i my goal was 10 years ago i wanted to play and sing my wedding song to my wife on our 20th anniversary yeah so Christmas time, I bought my very first acoustic guitar. Just a cheap old PV, $150 guitar from the music store. Yeah. That thing killed my fingers. It was the worst guitar I've ever owned, but I've still got it because it's got sentimental value now. Mm-hmm. And I brought it home and I hid it in the house because I didn't want her to know. And she was on holidays with a kid on a school trip for two weeks in April. Yeah. And I figured, great, she's gone for two weeks. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to learn this song. And then I got busy calving and didn't have a chance to even look at the guitar. So it got put away for another year, hiding behind the furnace in the basement. <laughs> the next year, she went on a holiday with my mother in January. I picked up the guitar and it took me three and a half hours to learn a three and a half minute song. <laughs> I thought my fingers were going to fall off. They were so sore. Oh, really? And on our anniversary, we are 21st anniversary now, she was out doing chores and all the kids were home. Yeah. She walked in from doing chores and all the kids were sitting that would come downstairs and sit and watch. And I was sitting on the chair with my guitar and I just started playing and sang our wedding song to her on our 25th anniversary or 21st anniversary. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it wasn't perfect. It was the very first song I'd ever played and sang. Yeah. And when I got done, she looks at me and she says, uh, keep practicing and 
maybe you could play at the family reunion. <laughs> she was crying in the end. She was pretty impressed. And I, I hit the right spot, I guess. But it was just kind of a blow at first to, to keep practicing. <laughs> keep up the good work. <laughs> and that's why she told you, don't ask me about that question. <laughs> but I, I've told that story a few times at the open mic on, on Mondays or at the Highlands. So okay. I think there's a few people that know already. <laughs> it's not something that's going to be a surprise. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right on. But yeah, so after, that was good. After after I did that, she knew I had the guitar, and then it sat right beside me, and uh, right beside my chair. The funny thing is, when you're sitting down watching TV, and a commercial break comes on. This is, I don't think this is coincidental, but your average commercial break is seven commercials long, 30 seconds per commercial. Mm-hmm. That's three and a half minutes. That's the length of your average song, right? Yeah. So commercial breaks, I'd pick up the guitar and I'd strum through a song and show would come back on. I'd put it down. And that's when I, that's when I learned to really learn to play guitar. And the, I wish I'd have had the drive when I was, 12, 13 years old that I had when I was 43 (laughs) because in 10 years I've learned a lot and I'm having a blast doing it. Well, and we appreciate that you are having a blast doing it and that you are in a band entertaining us. And I appreciate having people out there that are entertained by it. Nice. I'd like to thank Tom for joining me this evening and for taking time out of your very busy schedule you're probably not cabbing yet though but getting close well, yeah I'm, I'm cabin full bore oh geez well, already for today so i'll let you get back out in the field then mister <laughs> all righty well thank you rob thank you and have a great evening you too that's it for another episode of peace country musical artist podcast I'm your host, Rob Harcourt, and join me next time when we interview another amazing musician from the Peace Country. Thank you, and bye for now.